Happy Tuesday. It's June 29th. It's almost July. It's so close to July. July 4th, Independence Day. It's June 29th, 2021. I'm back in Lincoln Park. I'm back in my studio. I almost said apartment, but let's not get ahead of myself. Studio in Lincoln Park, Chicago, Chicago, Illinois. I gotta tell you, it's been a challenge today to think about setting everything up, getting the microphone hooked up, sitting down and thinking what in the world is going to be the direction. And that sort of came up when I was in Montana. But the last few days of my trip out west was just absolutely unpredictable. And it is in part due to the pleasure that I had of meeting somebody who it was questionably, you know, challenging, but ultimately refreshing. For whatever reason, the questions just kept pouring into me. And I had to just, you know, I felt this need to answer just so on the spot. And it felt fun to think about answering on the spot. So backing up a little bit, just to be kind of a reminder of what I went through last week went through, got to experience. It's funny how just like a few words like that can change drastically how you look back at something. But what I got to experience was for work, I got to travel to some western states, Wyoming, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota. There was a lot of driving. The one thing that I learned from that driving is don't ever think and this is kind of me just self-talk. Don't ever think that truck drivers and people who drive for a living don't experience the labor-intensive results of and effects of driving all day. I drove, so I mapped it out. It says one day, 22 hours of driving, which comes out to just south of 50 hours of driving. And during it, I was so amped up just to get to the next place that I didn't think anything of it. But I get home and my back just was terrible. I felt like a 65-year-old man. Now, I'm guessing there are some 65-year-olds out there that could probably outdo me in a lot of things. But for sake of just oh, the aches and the pains for being 26 years old was just very surprising. So I did this road trip because, you know, part, you know, summer months, I don't know if I'm ever going to travel out there during the winter. I've, I've lived out in Wyoming during the winter. I know what it's like. I know that there's some of those interstates that it's just impossible to drive on when it's snowing and windy and just a hazard to anybody. And so I went in the summer, which was just gorgeous. I couldn't get over just the the views of it all. And I, I said, in you know, I think it was last Wednesday I did the recording. I just said, Montana was just the most gorgeous place. So it was a good week. And I liked the fact that I flew. So last week I flew, well, it would have been two weeks ago. I flew to Denver on the, I think it was the 15th or 16th doesn't matter. I'm just going to confuse the whole scenario. So I flew to Denver and then I drove to Laramie and then I did my route and then I came back to Laramie. And I thought that that was kind of cool to do like a full circle. 
So when I got to Laramie, when I first landed in Denver to start this whole extravaganza, it was really late. So even the fact that I got to go out with an old teammate of mine and just grab a drink was nice just to be back in town. And then I do the whole trip and then I end up back in Laramie and I timed it up a little bit. So it was a Friday. I got got into Laramie like 6 p.m. So it was coming. I stayed in Sioux Falls on Thursday night and then all Friday just drove through South Dakota, which was, um, yeah, you can really start to tell when you're getting more out west because South Dakota looks very familiar to Iowa and sort of the, the, you know, I guess eastern part of it, right? And then there's actually a time change that happens in the middle of South Dakota from uh, central to mountain. And as you get closer to Wyoming, you can tell, okay, I'm getting further out west. So I drove through South Dakota, kind of came down through Casper, and then ended up in Laramie. And I ended up getting dinner with my old teammate and his wife. And then we went out and got some drinks and met up with someone else that I went through those four years at, you know, Wyoming with. And, you know, first, just to say that the best thing that I got out of being Laramie four years since graduating and the departure from Laramie was really interesting when I was done playing football and then, you know, I graduated and then came back home was I lost all this weight, physically looked different. And I had my entire routine change drastically. Now, I don't mean that in like, okay, everyone does Curtis, right? Everyone goes to classes and then everyone has to, you know, adjust to the workforce. But it was different because there was such a high physically demanding portion of my days, my weeks, my months, years, when you're talking about you know, at the collegiate level, you're not just playing in season. You've got spring ball, you've got summer training. So to have all of that change, and there's so much that hadn't really settled when I had left Laramie, to be back and to see, for the most part, things were pretty similar. But then to see just the improvements uh, as far as you know, the football team facilities are just incredible. But that's how it goes. You know, you go to some place, you get to, you know, my the the year that I was traveling, you know, those four years with, we had facilities that people four years prior didn't have. So it's just, I mean, that's always going to be the case. But, you know, the university has, had grown and there were a couple new restaurants in Laramie, which was pretty interesting. There's some place called Freddy's, which is like a new steak and shake type place. Um, but... So we go out to dinner and I'm just, I'm, I'm being very careful because I have such a high amount of respect for the people I was hanging out with and the person that really just threw me for a loop that night. And then, you know, a couple of days later, it took me some time to kind of really process through the entire night and be like, okay, so this is where I'm at. And, and it's okay that this is where I'm at and, and I'm going to keep on moving forward. But we went out to get drinks and then someone that had joined my old teammate and his wife and I was someone my age and we went through Wyoming together. Uh, she was also an athlete and then we ended up 
all kind of um, combining for the night. And we go to, you know, another restaurant. We get like just, you know, things for the table, just kind of, you know, relaxing, keeping it pretty casual. And then, and then I'm thinking, okay, where do we go next? Because, you know, I'm here after four years of being away from Laramie. When in the world am I going to come back here? So my thought was, let's, you know, make the most of it. My flight was, you know, Saturday at 2 p.m. So I knew that if we did stay out, I, you know, things would be okay. So we go to this other bar where the person that we kind of combine forces with says, hey, there's, a, you know, a couple uh, friends of mine at this other place. We, we can go and meet up with them. So this is Friday night. This is last Friday night. We're in Laramie. This is the third bar that we'd gone to. And at this point, it was only like, I think it was only like nine or 10. So it wasn't too late. But we go there, and it's a woman and a gentleman. The gentleman actually recognizes me because this gentleman was um, on the staff, um, and he was always around the football team. And some of the coaches, they'll they'll move around, um, especially if they're in like the strength programs. They'll they'll move around to which teams they they work with. But he did remember me, uh, and I was with my old teammates, so we were kind of the we always hung around together four years ago. So it was um, just kind of nice to see him again. And it was just like, yeah, you know, it's crazy. And the first thing I say is I'm doing hot yoga now. Like <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at. And then uh, depressingly enough, the, the next thing that we talked about pretty quickly after that was um, I was just mentioning how, you know, I'm running and I hope that things continue to go well as far as my hip and my lower back. And he kind of just shot through the reality of all, of it all and he goes just be ready to get like a hip replacement <laughs> surgery in like 20 years because I saw how you played and you can thank you know some of the workouts that you had uh because just with the amount of stress and, and I, just being an alignment in general you just have so much force you have so much weight you're carrying around you have just so much stress on everything that you know that's part of the reason what motivated me to lose all the weight so quickly is because I knew that that happens if you don't get ahead of it. So hopefully I did my due diligence enough in getting ahead of it. And maybe I won't be maybe 30 or 40 years, maybe not 20, but that was, you know, I'd been drinking. And so I hear that and it's just, you know, in the back of my mind, of course we're out. So, you know, smiles on my face, but in the back of my mind, I'm just thinking, Oh, you gotta be kidding me. I can't, I can't do anything to, to prevent that. But the, the woman who was there, she also worked, you know, um, kind of close, closely, you know, with the university. And, and so, you know, nothing bad to say. It was just all different because it was just kind of questions right away. And I was like, this is awesome because I sometimes go out and if I'm not with like, a group of people that I'm familiar with, I kind of sit there and I'm thinking, okay, you know, what, what is the conversation going to go throughout the night? You know, I know we're going to be here for a while, so I hope I don't embarrass myself. Just kind of, you know, I get a little social anxiety to a slight degree, not too much, but it's just as I'm maturing, I know that, you know, some of the stuff that I got away with as far as being kind of boisterous or obnoxious you know when I was younger it just carries and people remember some of that stuff 
you know, not as much as, of course, when you were younger because you, you don't know any better. But when you get older, you you should know better. So just to kind of be a little bit more mature in the moment. And so the fact that, you know, I already was going to this third bar thinking, OK, you know, it's been a really fun night, but I don't really know how this night's going to go. And then the other thing is now that, you know, I've bumped into somebody that I recognize, you know, is are there going to be other people that I recognized in town that, you know, I was maybe a little bit nervous about seeing or, you know, I, I hadn't planned on seeing them. And, and that's just life. I mean, not every situation is going to be exactly how you'd like to go. And you have to be able to adapt to it and you have to be able to work through it. So long build up to the fact that I'm now sitting there with someone who has no idea who I am, but is asking me a ton of questions. And the reason why I'm, I guess, a little hesitant or I'm just kind of slow to put any hard statements out there about this whole situation is because I admire the fact that the person who's asking me all these questions was so true and so um, clear and solid in who, who they were and who they are that that's what threw me for a loop is here I am you know, finding that as I go through day to day, I just don't really see, or maybe I don't allow myself to connect with people, you know, at a point where I feel that to be true, or I am surrounding myself with people who are still, you know, leaving life up to that wonder, like what I wonder, what is this or what is that? And so no, fall to and you know I've got to remind myself that right now I'm trying to process through I've been nervous about talking about this for the last week or not the week but you know for since since it happened I was just like I don't know why I'm just so off track like it just seems like I've got to really make an effort to get back in tune with like okay where was I before and I don't know if that was like the whole week of driving and then the the cherry on top of just being out, you know, in a, in a setting where I was familiar to it, but I, I've changed a lot since the last time I was there. So it was just all of this, like these new pieces at play. So we just get to uh, talking more and everyone's, you know, involved in the conversation. And, and I just keep firing off these, these questions or these answers to her questions. And, you know, to start off, one of the questions was, um, it was like, do you drink? Somehow drinking coffee came up. And then I just mentioned, yes, I love Starbucks. And then it was like, how many, how often do you go to Starbucks? And I told her, you know, sometimes three to four times a week because I travel for work. And then already it was like that, you know, whether it was jokingly or not, like, oh, that alarms me to go to Starbucks that often. And she goes, what do you, you know, what do you get? And I just said, I like to keep it simple. I like to just go black coffee. And then I don't know what really got this gear shifted for me, but I then started going into how I think about life in terms of, and Max and I talked about it, so I have to kind of fall back a little bit on like a a slightly safe space of, you know, I I have had somewhat of this conversation with somebody and then the, the ending of this night, I actually did have this conversation with somebody else, so it'll be interesting to kind of loop and tie that all back. But it was the idea that I like to think in you incrementally become more efficient in things you do, and then you ultimately save time in the long run. 
And so I don't know why that gear shifted for me when we were talking about coffee, but something had come up about how I only like to drink black coffee. I think I, I wanted to relieve some of the pressure of just how it, it did feel like <laughs> kind of like a half interrogating, like just question, question, question. So I tried to, to soften it up a little bit. And so when I just kept getting pressed with all these questions, I said, okay, well, do you drink coffee? And then I said, you know, any cream or sugar? And I said, and she said, yes. And I said, well, that's a waste of, that's a waste of calories. Just get what you need from it. Get the caffeine. You know, that's all you need from coffee. Everything else is just, you know, why, why put yourself through burning the, and that's what it was. Okay. See, this is good. And I'm sorry if, you know, once again, if you're listening to this, you have to know that I go into these kind of thinking, okay, I'm going to get something out of it. I hope maybe it's entertaining, but if it's not, don't, don't, don't hold me accountable. Like, come on. Um, I've, I've got it. I, I work during the day. Like <laughs> this is just something, something fun and relaxing that I do. One of the first things was when I mentioned the hot yoga. Okay. That's what started this whole conversation is I showed, I've got this picture that's really easy to pull up on Facebook where it's me and my old roommate and I, uh, he actually moved to Chicago. So it's another old teammate of mine. And we are, sta- we are standing, we are, <laughs> we are standing. There's always one of those moments where I'm like, oh yeah, we are standing next to each other at a spring game for Wyoming. And we look just completely different than how we look now. And so I always show that because it's just the easiest thing for me to be like, oh, you wouldn't believe how much weight I've lost. You know, I had the buzz cut. I was big. I had my arms crossed. I had these, you know, huge, you know, half tubby arms. So I always show that picture because it's just a really good perspective really quick of wow wow you know there is a big change so we got into that and then that's what kind of made me feel the need to connect that I am very conscious of some of those dietary decisions like no cream no sugar and then whether it was because I'd been drinking or I just felt like let's go for it let's really push on this conversation as much as I can I then try to tie that into my overall thought of like, if you can save time, then you build that up. And then ultimately you're saving yourself a lot of time in order to do a lot more interesting things throughout your life. You don't have to waste your time. And so that's why I broke it down to the, just the minuscule thing of like, do you add cream and sugar in your coffee? Why do you? That's a waste. And then that went into the other reason why I only do black coffee at Starbucks, because now I'm trying to salvage that me going to Starbucks as often as I do is not as whatever she's building it up to be. That if I'm going to slow down here, because I'm feeling like I'm getting really riled up, that if I make my order simple, then I'm also helping the person behind me. Because I can't tell you how many times if, let's say the line at Starbucks is really long. And this happened out during the the week I was traveling through those Western states because I was just really, you know, prayers go up to the uh, the sirens there, which I'll, I'll get back to that in a second. But when I'm traveling through the West, which I like to say, traveling through the West, Wyoming, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, back to Wyoming. <laughs> I'm really on the road. Like I'm not, you know, I'm working on the road. I'm, I'm getting work done in the hotel room. Once I stopped driving for the day and, you know, during the day in between meetings, I would go to a Starbucks to get work done. And so there was just one I remember in Montana and it happens all the time. And, and I only say inside because I don't, 
like listen over when I'm through a drive through. I, I feel like that would be a whole other level. But it's just when you're when you're sitting there and you hear someone like list this crazy order. And then the other thing was I felt so bad for the Starbucks barista, but good for them. And it almost made me think like they better be getting job offers after this because <laughs> this woman goes up and she asked for I don't know what she asked for. But then the barista was like, well, we have strawberry, raspberry, you know, you know, blueberry. And she's that's, I'm not doing her justice, but it was just this huge list of all these extra ingredients. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like you have to have that on deck, but I'm waiting for this order to complete. And then I go up there and I'm just like grande pike and I don't even have to give a name. I don't. And I just, bam, right there. So for whatever reason on this Friday night, third bar out in Laramie, getting riled up in this conversation, I feel the need to bring up my huge scheme with life and how I decide to live it and the efficiency in time is if you can chip away at the little things I mean you can even say that what I'm doing right now is hopefully going to save me time and not being confused and why I'm taking a little bit longer or I have a little bit of a delayed reaction to an opinion to which is kind of ironic that this mindset of being able to answer quickly is what has caused so much thought to have happen after a conversation where I was answering quickly, like Friday night. But the conversation just keeps going and and then it becomes kind of this like back and forth. And, you know, I joked that, you know, I when I was younger, so just kind of build up because I know I don't have a camera on right now. But, you know, my dad is a dentist when I was younger, you know, um, dentistry they started to incorporate you know zoom whitening and all these whitening programs and and so i had some calcium deposits on my teeth so i got teeth whitening so sometimes i don't realize that you know what i did to whiten my teeth as a kid you know now it stands out a lot and so i build that up because all of a sudden she's like um she said something like you go to the dentist often and I didn't mention anything about what I do for work so I was just like oh great so now she, you know not only am I already like you know poked at as being this guy who goes to Starbucks all the time but now I'm this guy who's got you know whatever you know obsessed about his smile he's got these white teeth so I'm like oh god okay my dad's a dentist and that's when it really starts to hit me that all these questions might be trying to like pin down character traits of mine for whatever use. And I don't know what it was, but that's why I felt the need to just keep firing because I just felt like I was getting like identified. And it was just a weird feeling because as much as sometimes I look at the world and I think, oh, if only people could be so secure in who they are that these conversations could happen. These just like drilling conversations. I'm now in a conversation like that. And I'm thinking there's so much room for growth. That's just not really going anywhere because now there's just these hard stops on. I asked this, this is the answer. That means that it's, it can only be this. And so if, if, you know, if, if, I listened back to this. I hope I'm still following myself. And it was just, um, 
it was just interesting. Plus, it was a Friday night, third bar out. You know, I'd been drinking, and then all of a sudden, my friend, it was uh, my old teammate, he mentions like right before we left so i just look back and i'm like oh wow he goes oh and don't forget about that elevation effect <laughs> when you drink you you just feel the effects of of drinking a lot more so that kind of hit me right at the end i'm like oh geez so the night continues and then like the most beautiful full circle event in my entire life I'm just kidding. I hope you heard that Lucy just groaned. You probably didn't hear it, but it was loud. But it was one of those full circle events where I'm sitting there and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And I wish I had more awareness of it when it was going on. But the questions kept going. And then I'm not kidding you. The direct questions of. And this is where it is what it is. I really can't like redirect around the truth of this. She says, what's your faith and who did you vote for? And I was like, am I talking to Thomas Lesniewski? Like what? <laughs> I did a recording with Thomas. It was like one of my third or fourth ones. And it was a good conversation. You know, he mentioned that I was funnier when I was fat. So, you know, it is what it is. But at the end of it, that's what he asked who I voted for. And it was just a very interesting position to be in because I'm not trying to, you know, I understand there's a public uh, nature to these. Of course, I'm putting them on a public place for people to listen to, but I had, you know, previously when she had brought up the, okay, so I'm kind of tying it all in when she had brought up like, you know, how often do you go to the dentist? And, and now I'm thinking, okay, this girl thinks I'm, I'm full of myself, which, you know, neither here nor there. I don't know if that's the case. I, I get entertained out of my own, you know, misery sometimes. So I don't know if that makes me full of myself. I just think life's fascinating and I'm living my life. So I'm trying to, okay, I'm trying here. I'm really trying here. And I don't know at the, so, okay. I bring up, I've got a podcast and she says, you're kidding. And I pull it up my phone and she said, what are you talking about? And I said, I just talk about me. It's just really fun to look back at like memories of my life and, and to know that I'm not always going to remember things as clear as I am now. And so I just felt like I was having a conversation with somebody who at first it was very comfortable. And, you know, if you want to view life, like a game, of Texas Hold'em and you got to hold your cards close to your vest. You know, I, I really didn't feel the need to do that. And to be quite honest, the reason I do something like this is because I want to see if I push myself to carefully reveal each card, what is that going to do in the world surrounding me? You know, the more that people know is it going to negatively or positively impact my life? Because I feel that there's this current way that I've been living my life. And I'm really glad that I'm kind of staying anchored in this and I'm staying in check with it because I'm going to bring this. I'm, I'm always staying in tune with the fact that I want to be able to listen to this when I'm 56, when I'm older and just have an idea or have that that insight of that's my that was my perspective of 26 
great. What can I learn from that? And so I'm trying to look at life as, as kind of challenging myself to say, if I open the door or, or allow others to, to kind of peek through that door, what's going to happen? And I did that on Friday. And instead of the end of the conversation, instead of the end of the night, I wouldn't even say the end of the conversation, but just the end of the night where it's like, it was great to meet you. It was, you know, I had a lot of fun talking with you and keep in mind, you know, everyone else is not like we, we ended up in some secluded corner. We're still in the middle of hanging out with everyone. So they're just kind of getting entertainment out of it. You know, I remember looking over at my, my teammate and he was just like, you guys are still talking. In fact, they were joking with me that sometimes I got to a point because I started to get that feeling that, you know, if I keep answering very, you know, these direct answers and I don't, you know, I have the capacity to kind of build on, on an answer and and I have the capacity to kind of make a full circle, you know, and, and add more pieces to it. I'm going to that, you know, I looked over at my teammate and I remember he said something like, I can't believe you're still answering (laughs) her question because I was just kind of having fun with okay, well, if you're just going to, you know, keep pushing on these questions, I'm going to, you know, see how much I can build on them. But instead of the the night ending with like, a, it was great to meet you. I had a really fun conversation. It was almost like the night had to end with either I'm right or you're right. And, and it did. And it was just like, I don't know. It was, it was like, I've never had a conversation with somebody where I tried to keep it as close to neutral as possible, just because it's something that I need to work on myself. Because when I was younger, I, I thought the world was this. And I thought that, you know, this was the only way. And then as I got older, I realized how much damage that did to me because I, you know, to at least my critical thinking, because I, I didn't, allow myself to see different perspectives. And so I'm having this conversation. It's, you know, just getting drawn out at this point and it's ending at a point where I have now met somebody and have now told somebody a lot of information about me who is so certain that the way I view the world is not particularly correct. And that was just a lot to comprehend (laughs) after the fact, in addition to the fact that I was physically like exhausted from driving for, you know, just shy of 50 hours, you know, I get home and I'm thinking about the entire night. And then I'm thinking about the fact that I was in Laramie after four years of not being there. And then I come back to my studio and I, I get back into the routine of, you know, being in Chicago, living in Chicago, running by the lake. And I'm, I'm starting to to kind of recollect myself a little bit, but just the fact that it did anything to me, you know, just to go out there and, and, and talk with somebody and just have it impact me the way it did. Now, the first thought to kind of back up a little bit and say, let's not be too dramatic here is, you know, I really do focus on work a lot. I do spend, you know, free time with, with close ones, you know, 
uh, people I'm close with, close ones. I don't know if that's, now we can make it a phrase. And so to go outside of that and to have a conversation, you know, maybe I'm the weirdo, right? Maybe, maybe I'm the one that, you know, just was in an environment where I just, I, maybe I'm a little out of touch, you know, when it's not work or, you know, very intimate, you know, encounters, you know, cause if I'm not working, I'm going on dates or if I'm not going on dates, I'm talking with Max about, you know, deep, you know, memories as far as like psychological uh, reflection. And so it's all these, <laughs> it's all of those things. And then I go, go to like just a casual night with people in a college town and then I come home and I'm like, okay, am I really that out of touch? And it just made me think, okay, when I think about setting up this microphone, when I think about talking on anything, if it was that easy for somebody to throw me in a loop and to have me question if I was out of touch as a person, then I've got to be a danger to myself <laughs> as far as um, you know, any self image and branding of who Curtis Sternman is. If I sit here and I try to have this strong perspective and in this thinking of this is the way I view the world. And I really think I'm doing a good job. And, and if it's that easy for somebody to do that to me and, and for someone to, to make me think that way after an encounter, there's a lot of work to be done. But I decided to do a recording anyway, because I can't do all these recordings. I mean, this is the 25th one. And as I was starting to, so I, I went for a run today, I worked out and it's late tonight. I mean, I'm, I'm putting in a pretty long day here. I mean, I'm coming up on 10 PM on a Tuesday, good old work week, but I've got a sleep device. So I'm going to get a quality night's sleep, no plug. <laughs> I just, oh, that's good. So <laughs> seriously though, I'm not going to lie. Like there are times where I'm like, oh, I'm only going to get like six, seven hours. Uh, you're supposed to get eight, you know, let's be real, like five, six. And I'm like, well, I got my sleep device. So, you know, maybe, you know, that increase O2, open up that airway and get a little more O2 going and I'll make up some of that time. But I go for the run. I go to work out the gym and I'm just thinking, okay, the first thing is I just, I, I don't want to just show up to sitting down and putting this microphone in, in my face and then just being like, well, it's uh Tuesday and um, so life. So I didn't just want to show up. And then the second thing is, do I go and do it thinking like, you know, maybe today, maybe tonight's the night where I go, well, why am I doing this? You know, I'm putting in enough hours at this point. I'm coming up on episode 25. I have literally heard more people tell me they don't listen to it than people who listen to it. And this is where it becomes one of those things where I believe I have to solidify and decide to myself, is this something that got me through a couple board weeks? Or is this something that I really see as beneficial long-term and I have to keep pushing on the long-term benefit of it because I just, 
I have to, I have to keep, (laughs) I have to keep manifesting energy to do things like this and like the work videos that I've been doing. And I'm excited because I'm going to, you know, think of a quick one to do tomorrow just to update, you know, clients on, you know, just there's a a recall with something with OSA and I, you know, I don't really want to get into it here because I had a long work day. So it's, you know, I'll get to that tomorrow, but I want to keep doing things like that. And I just think if after a long day, I get to a point where I'm like, enough is enough. And I just relax. Then that means that every time I get to a point where I think enough is enough and I just relax, I miss an opportunity to push just a little bit harder and to work just a little bit harder at something that's not just work. That's not just, you know, wake up and, and do it. It's something that is closer to, to home base for me. You know, I, I just think that incrementally speaking, you know, week by week, I don't care if if I've got more people telling me they don't listen than people telling me they listen. I've, I've got to believe in something like that. But the thing that has kind of brought me back today as I was getting ready to, to go into, you know, the, the week that I had and, and especially the ending to, to last week and my week traveling was, you know, to just be talking with someone who, you know, I think it's great if you have faith in something and if you have religious beliefs in something, just so you know, I was raised Catholic. That said... I feel more connected personally when I can acknowledge that I have a base of what Catholicism is and what the practices are. So I know I'm taking a little bit of a turn here, but this really was kind of the last little anchor in the whole Friday fiasco. But I feel more connected to the world that I'm living in when I acknowledge what I'm aware of and what I have familiarity with as far as Catholicism. And you could, you know, say, you know, certain practices of Christianity because I've been to some of those services. But then I also remember that there are 7.9 billion people in this world with a ton of different religions and a ton of different to their core belief systems and to be in a situation where I'd already exhausted so much of working to try to just get to kind of like a, a a home base and neutrality in a conversation and then have it just climax and peak and then just get this abrupt stop at something like faith was just the most confusing thing. And it made me question, you know, is it wrong that I want to stay neutral when it comes to that section of life? And it's not because I want to denounce any specific. And I, like I said, I can't believe this is what made me nervous about this is it's like, this is being recorded, but I got to You know what? I'm not saying anything harming. It's just, I'm being, I'm being real. I'm being, listen, I, I just, I just personally feel more connected with the world that I'm living in when I 
take a second and acknowledge that there's there's so many people out there who believe so many different things and what's the one thing we have in common we have we have a brain we have a heart we have this thing inside of us that we want to connect with people we want to you know aspire to to be more than what we were yesterday and that's just human nature and it's just like why is it so difficult to address some of those thoughts without people jumping to conclusions of like what I am or what I'm not. And so this is why tonight's recording was just, it's just gotten me nerve wracked because it's, I love the fact that I'm getting to a point where I'm just saying, you know, at what point do I have to just accept that all this time, all this energy into these recordings is for a, for a topic like this, for the fact that there's just something amazing about life that is, that allows me to just go to all these different mindsets. And then here's the, here is the worst part about me talking about this type of stuff. I was getting to Sioux, I think it was Sioux Falls, because I, there might have been, might have been Fargo. Yeah, it was Fargo. Because at, by the time I got to Fargo, I had been traveling for about four or five days. So I only had a carry on. So I had to do laundry. Okay. So I'm really glad that I'm addressing this point because for some reason it made me so nervous. And it, it might have been the buildup to why when Friday came around, I was like, oh God, uh, you know, oh, you know, I I can't believe maybe I am out of touch. I was just kind of listening back to one of my recordings and I was just thinking, you know, okay, so I know I am trying really hard to stay true to who I am. You know, no personality, no attempt to be entertaining. It's just, you know, kind of thinking out loud, processing through thoughts, being, you know, trying to put as much dignity (laughs) aside just to say this is the best I've got. You know, I'm, 26 i'm not trying to cause any um you know disagreement or i'm not trying to do any of that i'm just you know you've got to just understand this is me just trying my hardest here and then to go through like social media because i was at the laundromat and i was just kind of unwinding i'd been driving for like i think like eight or nine hours that day and i'm i see like Tom Segura's uh, podcast and Chris Delia's and on, on Chris Delia's he was ripping on some TikTokers and I just got like this this shock of like oh my lord like if if I ever had these recordings get somewhere where someone would listen to it out of like knowing who you know Curtis Sternman is or like the fact that this whole thing has just been like this attempt to be uh, just painfully me, I would make fun of me. Like that's the, that's the reality of it. I would make fun of me for what I'm doing because when there's so much going on in life where you don't have time to sit there and think about these things, you just have to get to the next thing somebody some somebody somebody like me 
when you can listen to this, whether it's you've got nothing going on or you've got a lot going on, you can take this overthinking and just destroy it as far as like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, this is what this dude does in his free time. But it's that like push on. It is slightly embarrassing just to sit here and think, okay, I'm just going to go and see where it goes and listen back and get perspective on it and then see what happens. And so it's just, and it, you know, and then the other silver lining of it all is as I, you know, get these longer and longer, just whether they are um, coherent or they're not, I get to take a second, like put my foot in the ground and go, okay, let's wrangle it back. Like, where am I even going? Like, this is, this is nonsense. And so it's just a good mental exercise for me that I am putting myself in kind of that vulnerable position. But, uh, <sighs> June, I got to tie it back here. June 29th, 2021. I'm coming up on just past 45 minutes. And I really only talked about, you know, a Friday night that I experienced and then awkwardly touched on religion, which I am no authority in talking about religion. I know that. But I also think, you know, nobody should be put in any uncomfortable position if they're just trying to see the world as they see it the best that they can and speak on it and you know, I don't know. I just think it's, it's just very taboo and I don't know why. And I think, you know, maybe, maybe the first step is to do a little bit more research in each religion and understand, you know, I did take an online course and I just have to preface it with that because I, I get, it was just a very surface level of, you know, looking at certain religions in college and it was really interesting because every week I had to submit a paper on a different religion. So I got this crash course on, you know, however many weeks the, the class was and there are religions where the culture is so intertwined with the religious practice that some of the success of a culture can be attributed to what's in place through the religion. And then you go, really, you know, the further back you go into religions, you almost, I almost felt like I was finding this pattern of, you know, it was kind of a base level of beliefs. Like it was just like, you know, treat your neighbor with respect, feel the flow. And then more and more got built onto it. And then you have figures that start to, you know, come into existence and you have, you know, a lot more followers, of course, as it became easier to, you know, connect with everybody. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to post this with a hard disclaimer that, you know, if, if you are listening to anything pre 47 and a half minutes, you know, there's no hard stance I'm trying to take on it. I'm just saying that I think there's something incredible about connecting with something bigger than yourself 
And that's the whole thing that I don't think I've ever really gotten across when I've ever gotten in this conversation with anybody is I'm not denouncing the the beauty that comes with connecting with something bigger than just me, you know, man. You know, it's, it's just a, a lowly human in, in the world that we live in. But the intricacies of each of those connections, everybody's going to have their own you know, joy in, in each one. And I just, you know, maybe it's the first time that, you know, instead of trying to break down, well, why do you, which I don't think anybody has the place to, to really question that it's more, you know, maybe there should have been more introspection on, on my part and to say, you know, maybe it's time that I allow myself to, you know, there's, it's something about being human. There's some joy that comes from being a human and connecting with something bigger than yourself. I get that. But I'm 26. I'm growing, you know? Like, I'm I'm not... I'm nervous. I think this one I'm actually going to want to listen back to before I post it. I'm, I'm very nervous about this one, but I'm happy that I... I'm okay with the fact that I don't know. I'm 26. I don't know. Like, that's okay. I just have this feeling that if there was a little bit more of a buffer between somebody making a comment about something like faith or who did you vote for, and there was a little bit more room for explanation or just understanding a perspective or just allowing an opportunity for a perspective to grow that there wouldn't be such hard endings to nights or there wouldn't be such you know abrupt cutoffs to you know okay so now you know this person views me as this great you know there's no potential for you know anything else because this is what's believed Oh, this is a stressful one. I gotta be honest. My throat's kind of tight because I'm like, <laughs> I was, I'm trying to be so careful. But, all right. I did my best. <laughs> That's the best I can ask for. And we'll see. I guess this is where it becomes something. This is where directions take, taken. Okay. To anybody listening, I really hope that you have made it to this point because you see the world in a similar way that I do and just that I think there's a lot of there's a lot of beauty in it. There's a lot of um just kind of limitless potential in growing a perspective and there's hope that you know, maybe I'm getting a little weary, but there's no need to be weary because as long as there's that effort shown that that I'm just out here trying to get better at the way that I think about things, then, you know, hip, hip, hooray. So <laughs> thanks for, thanks for chugging along there. <laughs> Until next time. Good night.